Welcome to this episode of Dungeon Wives. Welcome to Dungeon Wives. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Rachel. And we're wives. I'm an orb. I'm an orb wife. Your orb wife? Yes. I'm just a person. I'm a person yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like the Black Cauldron thing. You're Princess Ailanwi, and I'm your little orb. That is a deep cut. Deep cut. Maybe not for our audience, though. I suspect it's not as deep a cut as it could be. It's a deep cut for me. I don't even know if I've... I know what we're doing once this <laughs> once this session is over. Watching the Black Cauldron. Absolutely, it's a miracle of a movie. I think I saw it when I was younger, but it's I don't. Absolutely terrifying. What? Yeah. Isn't that a cartoon? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that was our that was our top of the episode tangent. Wow. That's that's some great content we just gave the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say at the top of the episode. I hope you all are doing well. I hope yeah. you all are holding up. I know everything is very insane right now um but i hope you're out there doing the work and just also keep taking care of yourself and taking care of others yeah it's a fever it's got to get worse before it gets better and while it gets worse we're gonna hydrate we're gonna eat three square meals a day or five small snacks (laughs) that's it that's that's as long that's as long as i want to stretch this metaphor for there you go and i do want to say um if you listen to the last episode, you know that we were able to donate our Patreon. So I just want to do one more shout out to our patrons. Thank you so much. And we are also uh, running a Tiltify to help raise funds for the Bail Project, which mm-hmm. we are still doing. So um, if you want to donate to the Bail Project, hit up our Twitter. We have links to our Tiltify there. But also, if you can, donate wherever you want to. <laughs> Everything helps. Yeah. And put um, on Put on one of those streams. You can put on a stream yes. and it donates for you because of ad revenue. There, there are ways to help. Yeah. There are so ways to help. Yeah. Just wanted to say that at the yeah. top of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Hey, honey. Yes. I love you. I love you, too. I'm really excited to play some D&D let's, with you. Let's get into this well. <laughs> you just going to jump in? Well, I'll let you do your recap. I have to do my little last, your recap, last we left off, honey. I write it meticulously before every session. Well, time. Well, time. Well, time. Minutes. Alkaini coming out of her well to shame mankind oh i love that i want i would love if i were an artist i would draw that it would be the only thing i would ever draw i would love to see a piece that is alkyne but in that painting Mm. is it what is it is it truth Mm. coming out of her well to shame mankind my favorite painting but a little hippie tiefling instead hippie tiefling time that would be excellent she's already kind of had that moment too and um I is it Rivermouth? Rivermouth, yeah. Okay, she did come out of a well yeah, to, shame come to shame a, the to mayor. shame an incompetent man. <laughs> He's a nice guy. You know what? Men can be nice and incompetent. That ain't that just the way. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yes, let's go. Where we last left off, Alkyne and Alexandrite explored the Dread Camp where Alkyne was granted a mysterious vision after touching the creepy runic tablet. They took a locked chest and did not take the tablet. <laughs> the duo pressed on to the major port city of Charvas, where they found the Festival of the Drowned Prince to be in full swing. They made their way to the center of town to see a ginormous glistening building known as the Well. But before making their way in, they ran by Ultra Bookstore and Library, to, funny enough, see their sweet friend Twill, who told them that his store is in many different cities due to his magic. They researched a bit about the Pantheon, and specifically the death story of the drowned prince himself, Kudal. As they exited the store, what our heroes did not see was the mysterious vampiric assassins finding the tablet and moving out to follow our duo. You're giving me a face. I'm just thinking about Draco Malfoy vampire twins. 
this is my life now. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, so you are leaving this bookstore. You still see the giant kind of cylindrical white marbled building and this huge line of people that are sort of making their way inside of it. What do you want to do? I want to hop in line. All right. You hop in line. What if the whole session is just you sitting in line? It's like, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like the DMV, but the teen fantasy DMV. Yeah. I love that, actually. <laughs> do, let's just role play a whole roll session. Roll for disappointment in government bureau- bureaucracy. Roll. It's a nat 20 every time, roll baby. Roll for disappointment in... <laughs> Here's the deal. It's a nat 1. <laughs> but because of the rules of D&D DMV, I rolled again. And ooh, ooh. So that's a 10. Let's see. The modifier is plus infinity. Extremely disappointed in the DMV. <laughs> um, government bureaucracy. Do you just want to role play an entire session of no. meeting random NPCs? No, 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 no. My social anxiety just spiked and it's not even really me. <laughs> it's not you. Does Alkaini have social anxiety? No, she's great. She's she makes she she's type of tiefling who just makes friends with everybody in line. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm obviously not gonna make you roleplay waiting in the line, but Thank it does you. take a while to get in there. It's a slow moving line, actually. Are there are there like are there like little food stalls set up? There's like people that have the little like, yeah, like strapped the, like on the hot dogs, get your hot dogs. That guy's there. A guy's wow. just going, hot dogs, get your hot dogs. Wow. Walking by, he looks like um, he looks like Mario. He's wearing like overalls Mario. and has a big mustache and a little I love hat. that. And oh. he's just walking around saying, hot dogs, get your hot dogs. I was going to say Alkaini gets one, but I don't know whether this is just my brain projecting this onto this character. Did I ever say she was vegan? I don't remember i don't think she is but my brain in like the snootiest little voice was like well she's probably vegan and i was like why are you so mean to vegan subconscious i i our our listeners can correct us i do think that this came up before early on because i think i might have assumed she was vegetarian and you might have said no that sounds like me. but also hot dog guy has like veggie hot dogs um so I don't know. As someone who like, uh, I it's healthy to avoid meat. It's good to find substitutes, right? Let's sure. Let's, she she gets a she gets a veggie hot dog. She really enjoys it. All right. This, oh, he, for, he's gonna ask. What do you, what do you want on it? Um, I got everything. Can, can I can I have it Charvas style? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like the tears of martyred saints <laughs> <laughs> instead um, of ketchup. He has so he has this like. This, uh, what do you call that? The thing that they strap I over their, no ar- their their heads. I will not be in it. It's help. like a little table, right? Yeah. And, and there's little like openings. And yeah. You're like, what do those go to? Because like when you look into him, when he opens it, it doesn't look like there's anything. He has it's like a bag of holding built in. Oh, delicious! So he pulls in a bag of holding for his this, condiments. This is world building. And so he builds. He pulls out. He like puts his arm in deep, like Mary Poppins, and pulls out like all the things he needs and he makes it Charvas style which is basically <laughs> um it's like drowned in ketchup because screw everyone that says ketchup is bad on hot dogs Ooh, we're getting feisty uh i love ketchup on hot dogs it's drowned in ketchup it has a little bit of this like weird honey mustard that they make in Charvas on top of it and then there's like um pickles and onions on it yeah i love it yeah so it's like chicago what what is Chicago style? Before I think I, it's basically what I just no Chicago has no ketchup because that's like yeah it's discourse. like Chicago style but with, with mustard yeah 
That's Chicago style. This is Char Charvas is like, fuck you, Chicago. What's your deal? With, what's your deal with your ketchup snobbery? Charvas has a very intense um, turf war with Chicago. Yes. Fantasy Chicago. Fantasy Chicago. I love it. Okay, so she gets her veggie hot dog Charvas style. Okay. Uh, we're in line. You're in line, and eventually, um, it, it, it is slow moving, and and you know you came in sort of midday. The sun isn't beginning to set, but it's starting to get less hot. <laughs> Which yeah. is nice because the sun is starting to get not as high in the sky. And eventually you make it inside of the <laughs> well. <laughs> Did you? I don't know if the audience could hear Kiki, Kiki yelling. Bring Kiki up. Let her say hi to the audience. She's She's been very needy. Hey. Hello, everybody. I don't know if you all have met our cats yet. We have a little kitten named Kiki who is very loud. I don't know if she'll yell. Well, at least she's, she's going to join us for D&D. &D. Kiki is going to be every NPC from here on out. Perfect. Okay. Social anxiety gone. <laughs> so you make it into the well and you walk in and it, 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 by all intents and purposes, is a temple. It is absolutely huge and it's so tall from the outside. You would assume there are floors. Mm -hmm. It is. There's not. It oh, is just whoa. one giant, long, open-mouthed building like okay. it's open at the top so the sun is still radiating so it really in. is a well it's basically a well and there's in the center of the room it's this giant room there is this sort of round staircase it basically is a staircase that goes all the way around a, a actual well that goes okay. deep into the ground that makes sense yeah no that makes a lot of sense i can picture it in my mind and at the far end of this very long room you see this giant statue um you know the athena in the parthenon in yes nashville yeah like it's like that big it's this okay. giant statue of it, it's very grecian looking this like white mm -hmm. marble statue of this man who art wise you would assume is kudal and he's sort of just standing in this very heroic heroic position heroic but passive pose yeah and there's other small statues of other sort of people uh, gathered around just kind of going across the walls and you see the walls are lined with these beautiful marble coffins oh. as well that just sort of surround the entirety of the diameter of this room you've piqued my curiosity you i know i just say coffins and you're into it <laughs> <laughs> i know my wife and so these stairs people are sort of meandering around as they're you see that the flow of traffic is they go up and they talk to this person it seems and i'll tell you more about them in a moment and then they sort of go up to the well and then they come down and kind of meander in the space and there's another room there's another door at the end of the other side there's like sort of two doors on either side of the giant statue that people can exit out of okay um but you see that there's there's this person that's at standing at the top of the stairs and sort of greeting everybody and they're this very tall beautiful looking person with flowing white robes that really pop against their deep dark blue skin they have really prominent uh features almost completely black eyes their head is shaved like very very close like they might as well be bald except for the fact that if you're a little bit closer you can see there is like intricate shavings within the teeny bit of peach fuzz that they have yeah. growing on their hair their pronouns are they them you I do not them. know their name yet but they're sort of up at the top and they're taking the hands of everyone that comes up they bow their heads for a moment and then they hand every person this sort of thick, silver-looking coin. And everyone who 
takes this from them, walks up to the literal well, and throws it in. I love it. And that is sort of what you see. So you're in line for this, and you're getting closer and closer. Is there anything you want to like check out or look around at um, before you get to this person? Really, if if you are assuming you are going with the pack and going to yeah, meet the and we're brushing up near the coffins, right? We're, um, we're against the walls. Not really. You're like moving in because you're like the line's pretty straight. Okay. So the, the the coffins are going all around the. Okay, so it's not like the diameter. line wraps around the diameter. No, like once you go through in. the line, you can. You can kind of taper off and go look at the coffins if you want. Will I keep my place in line, or is that a silly question? Uh, you probably would lose your place in line if you leave, unless like. Hmm. Alex really stays there for you. Alkani's really eyeing the coffins. Okay. And just the walls in general, like she's yeah. clearly itching to to get some vibes. It's very like minimalist, but there are these sort of beautiful like tiled. What do you call them? Those beautiful mosaics. Like, mosaics. Yes, these tiled mosaics that depict the stories that you've you've heard of Kudal. That are sort of they're they're very light. They're not they're not they don't pop as much as mosaics do because it's like there's like white marble and the mm -hmm. mosaics are made of like different shades of white and blues. So they're very like muted mosaics mm -hmm. that go around. A lot of them above the coffins. To, like the the ones of Kudal you recognize. The ones above the coffins seem to maybe even depict the people within the coffins. Okay. Um. So there's that. Yeah, I'm going to say to Alex, like, man, I wish I could just, like, touch the wall or something. Or, like, maybe, like, the right coffin. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like sometimes I touch important things, and then I see important things. Are you a psychic? No. Okay. I was just, that sounded like things psychics no, this, do, No, this didn't really start happening until recently, so, you really? know. Yeah. Are you okay with it? Um, I could probably process it later. Okay, I mean, we could talk about it later if you want. And, and later, yeah. In line, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it probably feels weird to do it while you're hearing hot dogs being yelled every couple seconds. Yeah, although they're really good hot dogs. They were, Yeah, and Alex got one too, so of she course, agrees yeah. with you. Charvas style is where it's at. Oh, I am a just nothing but ketchup kind of kind of girl. <laughs> a self-insert, I see. <laughs> Yeah, they're just making small talk. Yeah. Well, Kanye's like, man, if only I could press my face up against these walls and, and see into the future. <laughs> the future. Uh, you can eventually if you if you decide Sweet. to do that after you leave this line. But you approach this person. You are coming up in line, and they are even more beautiful than they looked from a distance. They are wildly tall, and it's so funny because they sort of like have this energy of like it looks like their robes are like flowing and moving in water mm. even though they aren't as they stand perfectly still and um roll a history check do i get advantage because my nose is just in a bunch of history books uh this is this is just a sort of see what alkine knows it's a very low dc all right 16 yeah um you you have a, a mother who is a water genasi Oh. And so you recognize that this is a this person is a water genasi, and so they they have they sort of like they their skin almost glistens with dampness, which like would maybe like to some people make them look kind of sweaty, mm -hmm. but it just kind of looks look good dewy. on them. Yeah, they, they look, look dewy. they look dewy kind of, and they just have these gorgeous like just very bold features. And you approach them, and um, they sort of. Very silently hold their hand out to Is you. Is it like one of those things like body of Christ, body of Christ? 
they are a priest of this church, this temple, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna see what they do and I'm gonna follow their lead because obviously this is not something Alkaini has a lot of experience with. They hold their hand out. I'm gonna hold my hand out. <laughs> so you both are holding your hands out. And then Alkaini goes, wait, and puts her <laughs> hand in theirs. <laughs> yeah, and, and you feel their 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 hand is kind of damp, but not clammy and like not unpleasantly so. It's yeah. just like my mom's. Yeah, and they they close their eyes for a moment and then they open them and and it's like their eyes are almost completely blackened like Mm -hmm. it's like you can't even see where irises would be so it's like hard to even tell if they're looking at you or not and they say i haven't seen you here no 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 we're just we're just in town for the festival oh it's very lovely to hear do you follow and and they they refer back to the giant statue of kudal uh I'm always questioning. All are welcome here. And they sort of um, clasp your hand, like their hand above yours, and they say, my name is Ashar. It's nice to meet you. Al-Kayani. Al-Kayani. And uh, they hold onto your hand and close their eyes, and you just feel like a, a coolness take over your body how like maybe you would sometimes be like you feel warm it's it's mm-hmm. like it's the similar f- sensation but it's cool it's like it, it feels like a wave of cold cold water has just hit you and um and you if you like look down your <laughs> hands the, the sort of where they're clasping your hands are glowing a little bit and they're just sort of there's like a slight smile on their face and they're just sort of being here with you in this moment and then um they open their eyes and nod to you and take their hands away and you when you bring your hand back there is this thick big silver coin that has this beautiful intricate um sort of engraving on it that is this hand coming out of water which is like the symbol of kudal um and they sort of gesture to the well and they say make a wish in honor of him today okay i make my wish and i toss that coin in the well Alrighty. Do you want to tell the audience what your wish is? No. <gasps> what? It's a it's a it's a secret tool that will come in handy later. <laughs> I don't even get to know what the wish is. No. Will I ever get to know what the wish is? Hey, a person's got to have some secrets. <laughs> I hate secrets. Well, I well. Do you think I will ever know? It'll ever. Come yeah. Out. Yeah. It'll unfold. Hmm. All right. And you make your way. What off- if it's. What if you're like, I really wanted some pizza. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. uh, the Alkaini of, of a week ago, probably. <laughs> I would I would love a Hostess cupcake. More than anything, man. <laughs> uh, we are not sponsored by Hostess, though. Hostess um, sponsors us? No, I said we are not sponsored by oh, Hostess. But we sponsor Hostess. We sponsor Hostess with the fact that we eat cupcakes. You eat cupcakes. You I eat, I eat my I hose? No, no. I eat knockoff Swiss rolls because <laughs> I'm a snob. <laughs> and I and I know and I know what the superior cake is. Whoa. I bought you the ho ho's tonight. Were they not as good as the Swiss rolls? No. I It's I, not your fault. I'm not mad at you. It's just like woof. I'm not a little Debbie fan. I prefer hostess over little Debbie. 
Little Debbie makes the Swiss rolls is why I'm saying yeah. this. Yeah, they don't sponsor us either. Little Debbie does not sponsor us, and they probably won't after I've told them I don't like their Because <laughs> I, know, I know that the CEO of Little Debbie is listening, is listening. to this podcast They're a big right fan. Now. They wrote in last week, and yeah. we're like, listen, if, if, if this pans out, if you keep doing this good work, we'll pay you to do this <laughs> podcast. And we said corporate doesn't own us. That's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Sorry, CEO of Little Debbie. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> we should play D and D. Little little D and D. It's Debbie and Debbie. That's D and D. Finally, the mystery has been resolved. L D and L D. Little Debbie and Little Debbie. Oh wow, wow, wow! Putting out some quality content here in quarantine. We have so been- we do a very mystical, solemn, emotionally weighty wish that will remain secret until I so, I so wish. So I so wish to reveal it. I cannot believe there is going to be this secret between our relationship. It will haunt me at night. I will, I will lay in bed sweating, not knowing what this wish was. You're gonna be sweating because we don't have central air. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, also, when you throw it into the well, mm-hmm. you see that it is this very, very, very deep well. Almost you can't even see to the bottom, almost, but you do see. With the reflection of the sun that, that you see kind of where the water lands, but you see that it is a decent like forty foot drop down Damn. to this well. And I'm not gonna make you like roll <laughs> to look with your eyeballs. Um, <laughs> but you see that there there sort of seems to be this sort of rectangular shape at the bottom of the well. Ooh, horrifying. It looks like a coffin. Yeah, I know. Okay. I want to make sure you didn't think it was like a monster that I was like, and then <laughs> and the rectangle climbs out. No, I know it was a coffin. Rectangular shaped kraken comes <laughs> out of the well and everyone in the city's dead. Oh yeah, we do have to warn everybody. That's when <laughs> me as the player remembered I have to go ruin somebody's week. Oh, it's okay. Maybe. Is is that is the drowned prince just down there? You're is, as, you have to ask a person in our world. This is extremely Catholic of you, I'm just saying. I Sold went to Catholic high Catholic. school. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I want to find somebody. I want to I check it out. I'm going to let Alex do her wish first. Yes, Alex does have a very similar uh, interaction with Ashar and makes her wish. But you have probably a couple moments before she joins you if there's something you'd like to do on your own. I'm going to touch the wall. You walk up and touch the wall. Yeah, as if it's as if like when my fingers brush up against the surface of these of these tiles I'm gonna have a vision you take a deep breath in you hold your hand out and very 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 strongly and then you slam your hand against the mosaic and nothing happens and the mosaic kind of feels like harsh on your skin (laughs) because mosaics are harsh because it's a bunch of broken ceramic and so you slam your hand against it and you're like ow (laughs) <laughs> and you have to shake your hand a bit and good, nothing happens good. when you touch the wall good I'm gonna like inch around the perimeter with like my hands behind my back and I'm gonna try to discreetly touch a coffin <laughs> okay um, is there a particular coffin you're aiming for the closest one <laughs> okay you I mean I lied I lied is what you said that the mosaic tiles above the coffins seem to depict things yeah um and since i am waiting for my friend i can now plausibly be wandering around taking in the sights i assume there are probably other people doing that 
Yeah. No, for sure. Like people, it's like, well, see, you're going to drag me for being Catholic. Um, yeah, I was about to ever, say I'm getting Basilica vibes. Yeah. Have you ever done the Stations of the Cross? Um, yes, I was absolutely forced to. Yeah. Um, so, but like, it, it kind of has that vibe. Like, it seems like they all tell a story, but there's a different main character in each of them. Are they all like horrifying and no. like depictions of torture no. and like you're so six and you don't fully know how to process it. So you <laughs> carry that with you for the rest of your life. No. So in that way, it's different than the Stations of the Cross, Delicious. but it's more like there's definitely like a distinct story being told at least, or at least the designer kind of made a through line between all the images, but people okay. are sort of going in a particular order. Like they're kind of going clockwise, like looking at all the different images above the coffins and and there's like little like plaques uh little like golden plaques that are sort of in front of each coffin that people are like reading like it has kind of museum vibes okay yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can follow the story then all right um so there's it's less i I probably lied when i said it was a story but it was definitely like a a history a history and um basically you don't necessarily know what this means without maybe asking but you see that the golden plaques all just say names. Um, they all seem to be s- called saints. So there is like Saint Nicholas <laughs> which, <laughs> uh, or like Saint Sarah. Like they all have saint, saint names. Barb? Saint Barb. Shout out to Rise of the Demigods. Yes, shout out to Nikki. Um, but they, they used to, all the plaques are sainted names. Saint yeah. name. And the images above them are like the, the mosaics. If you look at them, they make like the same photo, but clearly, probably, you're assuming because you're not dumb, the person who is in the coffin is like the main image in each yeah. mosaic above their coffin. And so you just sort of see a lot of very similarly dressed, knightish looking people. Some of them are, look like grand wizards, and it's sort of all of them, like the mosaics. Because they're going around the walls and it all kind of leads up to this giant portrait of this giant statue of Kudal. So it's like, it looks like they're all sort of gesturing to him and looking to him. Genuflecting. Yeah, as it works its way in. Okay. I mean, yes, this is very Catholic. I'm very, very familiar with this imagery. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool. Yeah, I'm going to discreetly try to touch every coffin I pass. Oh. It's just, I mean, like, is the coffin made out of wood or, as I assume, is it marble? Yeah. So it's just, you know, I'm just touching marble. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll pretend to, like, be very moved, even though I'm bracing for, like, a a psychological, like, a vision piercing my psyche. I'm I'm also like, oh, it's just because maybe I've, I just really find some meaning in this when you touch uh, the first coffin so you, you're you're bracing yourself for an impact of some sort of vision um the first coffin you touch you get the feeling of what you've felt in the past the time you touched the sort of mausoleum yeah the tomb Bergo. If, uh, if you remember it wasn't Irdione's tomb but it was the first Iridala's, right? Mm-hmm. Or who was referred to as the first. Um, and then when you touch this tablet, y- you have that feeling, but it lasts like 0.5 of a second and you can't really even see anything, but you have that, that shock. It almost feels like an electric shock when you touch the first coffin and 
do you keep going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You keep touching. You kind of grazing your hands on every single coffin. There's like maybe one person who's just like, why is that person touching every single coffin? <laughs> and every time you feel this jolt and it's like, it's almost like a picture show. Of like mm-hmm. it's, it's pictures instead of videos. And so you're getting a picture every time and it's like you're sort of moving a little bit yeah like if i were like running and trailing my hand it it would be like a old-timey film yeah and it's with the frames you're just all you can really make out is water of some sort and if depending on how quickly you go by the time you get to the end of it you like cough and you you feel almost like a little bit of water come out of your mouth when you cough when you get to the last one on the one side all right let's touch kadal all right, you touch the statue of him. Like, mm-hmm. it really, all it can be is like a toe. That's how big it is. Yeah. You feel nothing with the statue. Nothing happens when you touch the statue. Okay. Um, but be- below him, there is a kind of more extravagant looking coffin. You're assuming it might not be his, if you want to assume maybe his is the one that's down in, in the, the well. well yeah. um, and. As it was said in the books last week, he was the only god whose physical form ever died. So he might be the only god who was ever given a proper burial. The other gods relinquished their physical forms. He didn't. So his is probably one of the only ones to ever have a burial place. Most of these places are the birthplaces of these gods. But there's an intricate coffin below his statue. And it says on the kind of golden plaque, it says... Karash the first touching that and you touch that and you get get shot back in your vision and you see the water probably that you were getting bits and pieces of as you were kind of grazing your fingers on these smaller coffins Um, and it almost feels like you are underwater and you're picking yourself above the water but it definitely feels like you're floating in the ocean and you see a hand shoot up from the water as a man's face comes up from the water breathing in deep as as water's pouring out of his mouth and and bubbling in out of his lungs and he looks down at you and he gives you this relieved smile as he reaches out to you and how is he huge like the no he's like your size he's my size okay i'm not as scared and he like but it's like a relieved mm-hmm. smile and he sees it's like he looks hopeful and this water's just pouring out of his mouth and he reaches over to you and your vision comes back and you're at the temple still. Okay, am I on the ground? Or am I still standing? Roll a constitution saving throw, I guess, to oh see boy. how you handled that. Oh boy. Because most of the time you have these visions, you're with people and it, they don't last long. This one was a little longer. It's a six. Yeah, you you fall over and, and Alex is like coming around at that time. She was looking for you and she runs over to you and and she's like okay what's wrong oh yeah 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 i tripped okay um here and she helps you up thanks Uh, we should uh we should find a cafe a cafe yes uh, you know the hot dog wasn't enough for me i want to i want to grab something maybe get some uh drink okay do we need to get you better sandals because it seems like yeah yeah you're being very weird yeah we should leave the temple of and then maybe i will have other information to give you okay i didn't get to okay let's go. wait we don't have you if you if you if there's like stuff you want to see like no i i'll look at it it's like i'll look at it another time it's fine uh, okay all right are you okay yes 
You don't seem okay. Uh, I'm okay. Just new information. More things to process. Okay. Yeah, let's go to a cafe. Let's oh. go to a fantasy uh, pret a manger or however the, what the fuck, fuck is you, that? You, you know, it's 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 the it's the it's the ubiquitous. What are you saying? I don't know. The problem is, is when you're a child who like reads a bunch, you come across words and you never learn how to pronounce them. <laughs> um, ubiquitous, Ubi- ubiquitous, oh, ubiquitous. I still don't know whatever French word you said. No, it's it's that chain. Is that uh, Le Peep? <laughs> no, although Le Peep is very good. Um, no, it's that chain in in the UK where you can't like swing a dead cat without hitting a pret a manger. Nando's. No, although Nando's is a thing over there. I'm, I'm talking. It's like they're, I, I don't know. You can pick up sandwiches. It's like Starbucks with more options. You find a place called the Puddle. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty nearby. There's a lot of people there. There's a bit of a sort of outdoor sitting area, so you can sit either inside or outside. Where do you want to sit? Um, wherever there isn't a bunch of people. There's a bunch. There's a shit ton of people because it's a festival and a cafe. Um, wherever there's the least amount of people. You make this request to this this girl who is like seating people and she's like, um <laughs> Okay. And she like looks around and she's like, I guess come over here. And she sort of takes you to this like booth that's sort of by the kitchen. But like there's still people there, but it's like a booth, so you maybe you 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 have the illusion of feeling a little bit more secluded as one does okay, in booths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can be down with that. Uh, I'm just gonna turn to Alex and be like, you know how sometimes I have those really funky dreams, um, of like giant giant burning, giant lava men. Um, occasionally, yeah. In the time yeah. I've known you, yes. yeah, yeah. Doesn't happen a lot. Like I said, it's very new for me to have these dreams while I'm sleeping. Um. But sometimes I dream that when, like, I touch important things, perhaps like coffins, I don't know, I also see things then when I'm dreaming, when I touch the dream coffins. Did something happen in the temple? Yeah. What'd you see? Who'd you touch? I was like, well, who did I, who did I touch? Who did, I didn't touch anybody. I touched coffin. Well, yeah, but... Um, was it Karash? Mm-hmm. It was a coffin of Karash the first, right? I've been touching the other coffins. I was getting these impressions almost of water. When I touched Karash's coffin, I saw, I like, who else would he be? It was Kadal, right? Like, it was an arm coming out of the ocean. I was in the ocean. Arm was attached to a man. He was like, drowning there's water coming out of his mouth and he was trying to breathe and seemed to be in a lot of uh distress and then he saw me and it was sort of like he was like uh hey you're here he spoke to you no that i mean there was a bunch of water coming out of his mouth so it was more like oh but that's the impression i got this is happening a lot um no it's mainly happening when i touch important things but what's the that connects them what's important to you what does that mean important to i mean like you know like stuff you shouldn't touch <laughs> so when you touch things you shouldn't that's yeah like i wasn't supposed to touch the tablet but i did it anyway probably didn't need to touch the the tomb 
way back in Birgo. But I did. And I probably shouldn't have touched all those coffins. But I did. Well, the tomb in Birgo was also the first. The first, yeah. I don't know what the tablet is. I'm seeing more of a, a through line with, like, coffins. Dead people. Yeah. I had a mom. She's still alive. Okay, that was confusing. Yeah, I wanted to clarify, but she she used to see dead people. Really? Yeah. Like like in the ways you do? No. I it, it seemed less stressful. Oh. Well, well I don't know. Um, I, I was talking a bit to uh, one of the priests that was meandering around, and um, they told me something kind of interesting that I, I, I sort of knew, but the the way. The way the temple I'm a part of in my home yeah. is a little different than the way that this one is. But um, the the saints, they were Kadal's children. Apparently. Uh, they said something along Wait. the lines of uh, there were people well before the war where all the gods had to fight Doran and all yeah, that. Yeah. Um, the gods sort of made children. Sort of like the the Phoenix Queen, people believe she's part of that lineage, you know. So the first, then, probably the first child of each yeah, of these gods, yeah. right? So it's uh, it's bloodline stuff. Yeah, I mean, most people believe the last remaining holy bloodline or whatever you want to call it is our queen. I'm gonna um, have to like hold her hand and see if something happens. Yeah, I feel like. That's the end game is I have to hold the queen's hand and see whatever I'm supposed to see. And then the puzzle is complete to hold the queen's hand. I huh? have to hold the queen's hand. It's very intimate. Is it? I hold a lot of people's hands. You, can hold not, you haven't held my hand. Well, we've been on the run, but like, you know, casual stuff. Hair braiding. That's true. Friendship. But I found Bracelets. that interesting. <coughs> I, I, like my Gedderim doesn't. Gedderim had children, but they're not buried or kept in our temples. I mean, Kadal seems different in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, I found it very strange. I'd never seen this temple ever. I found it very strange and interesting that a lot of them were there. A lot of people believe that most of these saints died in the war against Jordan. Some of them survived and went on to have children and a lot of the times those bloodlines were killed out by people that continued to follow Joran even after he was gone and wanted some sick version of revenge and I think that's why the Phoenix Queen's the last one. That would make a lot of sense. But Gedderim had saints. Uh, they're just not where we are. I hadn't even thought about that. I hadn't really thought about them all connecting. Alright, well, step one. Gotta find more important things to touch there was no way that that was gonna come out sounding not weird touch the queen um well she's the last person we're gonna see so like you know got a long way before i have to figure out how to ask the queen to hold my hand um but you know like since we are hopping from important town to important town maybe we should go to important place in important town touch the important things yeah i mean and the way we're going right now, I think the next place will be the capital. I mean, are we going oh. up to see your oh, yeah. moms? Uh, I <laughs> I would like their advice on how to ask the queen to hold my hand. That's a big step. 
Yeah, I mean, they're not out of the way. If, if we keep going north, we'll we'll head to that lower yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, and then I can from. let them know I'm alive. That's That would be good. And then if we just cut west, then we'll be well on our way to the capital. All right, okay, all right. Woo, go team. Um... Do you want? Did you actually want food or? No, I just wanted to get out of there. Well, we got a table. We got a table. It feels rude to just oh, leave yeah, it. Right. We can't just order water. Uh, let's get an appetizer. Yeah, just like a little abby app. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you two split like a two for one appetizer combo. <laughs> Thank you, Fantasy Chili's. I God, I'm I miss going to Chili's. Is that weird? No, because we had a really lovely established routine where, where we would go, go to, to Chili's and then we would go see a movie because the Chili's is right next to the movie theater. And I now, now we cannot be within six feet of each other. And that's okay because that's what we have to do. We're within six feet of each other. I kiss you. You know, I mean, the general we. Oh, okay. I was like, we are always within six feet of each other. Yeah. We live together. Oh, yeah. So is there anything else you want to do in town? Um... We need to tell somebody, right? Yeah. Let's hop back in line. <laughs> okay. You you do so. Are you trying to make your way back up to Yeah, to okay. Ashar. Okay. So, uh for the sake of brevity, you make your way back up to Ashar, um and they greet you with sort of a confused smile and go, "You've been here before." Yeah, no, I first time was for me, second time is for you. Um, is there somebody you can talk to about um the safety of the city? What? And uh, they sort of like look at you very confused, and they sort of wave over um a young priest who kind of perks up and runs over, <laughs> and they sort of tap their shoulder and move them to where they were standing and draw you over to the side of the well. Um, do you follow them? Of course, yeah. Say, um, what do you think is happening? I wish we had a letter to show you. Or, like, an amulet. Um, you know Birgo? Of course. It's on fire. What happened? A dragon. Um, How is that some possible? cult activity, we think. Uh, Lady Dianastre sent me, and this is Ale Alexandrite, Alex. Um, I'm Alkyony. Yes, I remember. I, wow. Uh, and the dragon probably will come here. It might stop at Rivermouth first. We already warned them. Um, so, yeah. That is my tale. Does Beargo still need assistance? I'm assuming so. Rivermouth sent some boats down there. Uh, I I am, I am a part of our council. I, I will appeal to them and see if we can spare some of our siege. Oh, that's perfect. That would be perfect. Thank you so much. Of course. We are a highly fortified city, if you cannot tell. Yeah. And um, we will spare what we can. Thank you for telling me. Are you a representative from Biergo? Yes, I am. It is lovely to meet you. I respect the teachings of Ridioni very much. I... Thank you. And they sort of nod at you, and um, they whistle. They do that thing where they whistle like without that very loud kind yeah. of whistle, and the person, the priest turns around, and they sort of... Uh, 
give them like a hand gesture and uh and point in their direction and they whisper something underneath their breath you can barely make out just a small message and the person nods and they say i will go right now thank you for warning me you're you're so welcome it was very lovely to meet you alkaini and alexandra yeah yeah it was uh, sorry it's under these circumstances it is all right i hope that your work continues to be fruitful and that your wishes come true and they sort of gesture to the well and say i must go with haste and they sort of leave Alkaini's gonna be like, that was so stressful. Why was that stressful? I don't know. They were really nice. Yeah, they like believed me right away. I mean, Lady Dinostra is very respected. Yeah, I guess if I were lying, they'd probably know. Yeah, probably. And and maybe the DM didn't even think about that. (laughs) And also, this person probably, I feel like one. There's other reasons why this person probably knows that you're yeah. telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know I'll about. Alkaini can be confused. <laughs> that you don't know about, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it also really stresses me out when people assume I'm religious. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not that Irduni is, like, bad by any means. Like, A-plus deity, for sure. Like, some top-shelf, top-tier, uh, godlike activity going on. It's yeah. just, like, you know... I. Someone says like you can't be like oh uh, fuck you. You just said fuck you in a temple. Yeah, that's why I'm not religious. <laughs> and Alex sort of pokes at you a little bit. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and get a move on and get a jump? Yeah. If we have a couple hours before sundown. We can probably get a little bit outside of town. Yeah, that might be good. And I'm worried about the horses. Why are you worried about them? I don't know. Don't you miss them? A little bit. Yeah, let's go back to our horses. Um, let them figure out what they're going to do with the city. And uh, we're going to get going. All right, next time, your moms. Yes, there's so many. Uh, they're all very nice. Uh, and so you make your way back to the south. You grab your horses. And there's sort of like horse paths throughout the city you can take to get back to the north side in order to sort of Love exit a good the renaissance town. fair. <laughs> and... As you're kind of going towards the northern gates of this city, where you're, you'll have to exit and go across a moat, much like you did when you entered the city, you see sort of something strange. The big entrance to the city is to the south, so a lot that's where a lot of people are coming right. in. And so the northern gates are a lot less populated by people. Um, but you see there's sort of like a group of like four guards, like two on either side of the gates. And... As people are exiting, they're sort of handing them pieces of paper and um, stopping them to tell them something as as people are exiting. Let's go grab a flyer. um, Okay. And so you walk up to these guards and uh, one of them, um, he's sort of a smaller guy and he has like shaggy blonde curly hair and like a little bit of scruff, but only on the bottom bit of his (laughs) like chin kind of. And... uh, He's wearing he's wearing armor, but it's a lot like looser armor. You see that he kind of has like uh, like binding on his chest, and and the armor is a little bit loose on the side so that he can breathe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to you and says, "Um, excuse me. So, um, here." And they sort of hand you uh this flyer for missing persons, and they say, "Um, if you're exiting on the north road, please be careful. 
we just got word this morning that a group of travelers that were meant to be um, making it to Willow's Rest from our town went missing, and um, we can only assume they went missing on the northern roads. So just be careful and be diligent. We sent out some scouts, uh, so you should be safe, but be very, very careful on the northern roads. We assume it might be bandits. Uh, oh, well, thank you for the thank you for the heads up. Of course. We'll keep an eye out. Yeah, please. Um, our, our guards should be able to handle it, but uh, thank you. Stay diligent and don't get kidnapped. And then there's like a burlier dude behind the younger guy and he kind of slaps him in the back of the head and goes, you can't say stuff like that. Um, and he, he sort of turns and looks a little embarrassed. And you see that, yeah, there's like this like kind of missing persons flyer that is um, three tra- like traitors uh traders with a d not traitors yeah. of you know the state i don't know and you see that yeah they they were supposed to have made it to willow's rest and willow's rest sent word a couple days ago arrived this morning that these people never made it and they had, they knew they were coming from Sharvos, and so that's sort of what you see on this so do you continue out the gates yeah we got the flyer we got the abandoned information the band of information I'm gonna What's off. that supposed to mean? I don't know. I just know my wife. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to swing up onto my, my good pal Lilac. All right. And off we go. All right. You start making your way north on the northern roads to the Sunstar Forest. And the sun is beginning to die down a little bit, but it's still like a nice sort of like orangey yellow brightness that sort of fills the sky as you continue uh for like an hour or two north of the city you probably have like you'll probably have to sleep out uh, a, a couple hours shy of the forest before you can make your way there tomorrow to see your moms so you're only one sleep away probably one or two sleeps away from seeing your family after all it's only one more sleep till mom time that's very sweet. <laughs> and so you've been going for a couple hours, and I want you to roll a perception check. Hmm. What? Hmm. What? Seems my wife has a DM. Um, okay. I'm going to have to re-roll that because it was I a dropped. 15. Okay. Um, perception. Perception. 19. 19. Not yeah. bad. Yes. So as you are going, the sun is not fully set, but you are making your way there and you're just sort of looking around. There's maybe a lull in the conversation between you and Alex and you roll very, very well. And you very quickly spot something that looks kind of strange just off the road. It it looks like it's something, a shape, a humanoid looking shape leaning into the bushes by a tree. And you're like, oh, is there a person just like going into those bushes? Um, but then as you get a little bit closer, and because that perception check was really good, you see it's like a statue. It like, looks like a statue leaning into the bushes, but it's that's very strange placement for a statue. Yeah. Aw, oh, heck. I'll go check it out. I love D&D. You just <laughs> put the little hook out. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, I assume you, you, know, you tell Alex to chill out for a second. You get off, and you move a little bit closer to it. I want you to roll an investigation check if you're taking a look at the statue. <laughs> That's a seven. No, you have no additions to investigation? No additions. That was a plus right. zero, baby. Um, you can't make out details. It looks like a person, 
They're in a very strange shape. It looks like they're leaning forward and reaching out, sort of, out ahead of them. Uh, the one thing you do kind of clock on this person's statue is that um, on their chest, there is the same symbol as the guards you met outside of the town. And if you follow the hand, you see that there is another statue of a, of like a young woman laying on the ground, holding her hands out, one hand out facing towards the statue that you initially saw, and another hand covering, trying to cover her face. And you see these two laying there. Hey, Alex. And that's where we're going to end the session. What? Yeah. No, she doesn't say anything back. We'll Don't find shrug out next at session. me. We'll Don't shrug at we'll me. That's out. my wife. We'll find out next session. Unbelievable. I got to give you a cliffhanger, a tasty little cliffhanger. What a, what a cliffhanger you have given me. And now our cat is trying to walk on all of our dice. So it's the perfect time to perfect end. Perfect time to end. When our, when our cat is trying to walk on all of our dice. Delicious. Dungeon wise. Whoa, you took that part this I time. I did. I, I decided to be proactive. I liked it. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. If you want to find us on social medias, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Dungeon Wives. And yes. we are also, oh, I normally do that. I already yeah. that to you. Hold on. <clears throat> we'll do it one more time. Uh, take two. Yeah, take two. So if you want to find us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at dungeon wives there we go that feels normal yes, that, feels that feels natural right. That feels right uh we're also on twitch.tv slash dungeon wives we uh missed this week did you notice that yeah yeah we missed our last week but we're usually hanging out on mondays playing moving out mm -hmm. uh raising money for various charities i assume most of yeah. our streams will probably have yeah. a way to donate why to not? charities why stop exactly um so come hang out with us on twitch.tv slash dungeon wives is there anything else we got going on um no. Whoa. <laughs> we just want to say we love you all. Yeah. Uh, as we did on Monday, it's okay to take a break. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. We love you. Reach out if you need anything. We're here for you. We're your, we're your dungeon moms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and hey, honey. Yes. I love you. I love you too. All right. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.